This week we discuss paying by the mile and all panic at the disco. So let's strap down, strap in and do this. This is just another trucking podcast. Hello and welcome to Just Another Trucking Podcast with me, Chris, and alongside me as always is my good friend, co-host, and a man who claims to have once trained a seagull to transport fuel. It is, of course, Tom. Yeah, I called him Hoyer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> how are we doing, Chris? Um, yeah, I'm not bad, you. Yeah, holy shit, mate. Um, somehow our little... Um, our little podcast with just pure trucking news has suddenly got mainstream front page fucking news. It's it's gone wild. Let's be honest. Well, this week we're going to be on Sky. No, oh, well, we're not. No, no, we're we're uh, too small for that. Uh. But the news that we're covering is definitely on Sky and a variety of other places. Um, but yeah, should I get into my uh, should I get into my first topic? By the way, I'm going first. I'm just like you now. Yeah, that's fine. You can go first once you've quite finished slurping from your cup of tea or whiskey or whatever it is you're drinking at this time in the morning. My first topic is self-fulfilling prophecies. Is this like, if I wish hard enough, I'll be a millionaire? Kind of, but basically. So the definition is, and by the way, I'm reading this straight off Google, so... I can say there's no way you know this. No, there's not. There's really not. It is like 11 in the morning on a Saturday. There's fucking no way. Um, So a self-fulfilling prophecy is the psycho socio-psychological phenomenon canal that's a big, big big bloody word that like of someone predicting or expecting something and this prediction or expectation comes true simply because the person believes and basically changes their behavior for it let's right. talk about the fuel shortage <laughs> <laughs> yeah because wow bp has said and only bp it's literally only BP has said that they are having problems getting fuel out to out to some of their branches. And they've said, basically, all they've said is that they're going to have to ration the fuel a little bit. There's still plenty of fuel. There's no issues there. There's lots of fuel. Just Is it Hoyer that delivers? I'm, I'm pretty sure it's Hoyer that delivers Hoy- for them. Hoyer delivers for BP, yes. Yeah, and they're, just, they're obviously struggling to get staff because, obviously, it's, obviously, they're looking for drivers, but drivers that have an ADR. So yep. not anyone can do it. They have to actually be fully trained for it, stuff like that. Okay, fair enough. But they've reported on this. They've asked the government for a bit of assistance. Fair enough. That's fine. The like there the, the, the were ways of working this out, and they did say this about a week ago. And it's funny because mm-hmm. um, me and um, – I've been out with my uh, the, our new rookie driver, Zoe, and – we actually had a problem trying to get fuel last week. And uh, this was in Stoke, and there was places that they'd run out and they were just, they were having to wait for the drivers to come there. They were just like basically just getting late to come round. And apparently during this, BP had actually gone to the government and said, can we come to you and discuss this so we can actually kind of um, re- release this to the media in a controlled way? That's never going to happen. Government has ignored them. So BP's then mm-hmm. said, we we are going to have to, like some forecourts are going to get shut down. It's not a big issue. And then the media was like, we're running out of fuel. Um, 
and all hell broke loose. Holy yeah. shit. All hell bro's broken loose. It is like the world is about to end out there right it, at this moment in time. I, I would say we're about 20 minutes out from the fucking Walking Dead. It's it's getting grim-like. It's getting grim. Well, in that case, then, there's no point recording the rest of this podcast. I'm off to suit up, and I'm going out hunting some zombies. Let's fucking do it, mate. Yeah, me and you. I yeah. reckon me and you, we, we, me and you will definitely be like, like last we'll survive. Last survive. Oh, yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah, obviously. But, but like, so... Thing is, do you know this? Like this they've been talking, and I know we've covered this topic a lot, but it has just gone fucking mental. It's gone mental. The driver shortage numbers fluctuate more than anything I've ever fucking seen. <laughs> I have yep. never seen estimated figures fluctuate like this. So this guy one says it's a hundred thousand drivers. Was it not last week we'd said somewhere else had said it was 40, 30, 40? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't a lot, and uh, I. I'd happened to watch. Um, I, I was. I, I, there was. Uh, was it? Is it Good Morning Britain or something like that? One of these yeah, yeah. ones where they all sit around and they chat shit, like we do, but like yeah, with not less, as good with with somehow less knowledge than us, which is wild, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> but so they sat around and they're saying, "Well, the army's got two thousand drivers. Why aren't they issuing all of them out and getting all of these two thousand drivers?" And like, one woman said. But we're short, like, a lot more than 2,000 drivers. But I'm... Now, so, obviously, you're, you're ex-military. Yep. I would think, and again, I can't be certain, but I would think that the army probably has a use for some of them drivers, if not a yeah. good portion of them. Because yeah, yeah. last time I checked, like, the army does have, like... I don't know, bases, which need, <laughs> as an example, food or fuel yep. or ammunition. Because the army's not great and not as effective as I think some people would realize if they don't have bullets. That's quite a key <laughs> part of an army last time I checked. It's just a small, small portion of what they do requires <laughs> not, that. I don't want to be picky or anything like that. I don't want the army to kind of go, should we have food, fuel, or ammunition? I don't want them to have to choose that. But that that does seem to be what people are kind of going, why aren't we stopping the army from getting what they fucking need? The, the thing is, right, that, yeah, there's 2,000-odd drivers in the British Armed Forces that, that, that they could call upon. I would say out of those 2,000, probably only about 600 of those hold a C plus E license. The majority of them are just class two drivers. Yeah, yeah. So how are the, all right, they will be able to help in their class twos, but for, for this fuel crisis, right, a, a fuel tanker delivering to a petrol station doesn't come on a class two. It comes on a class one on an Arctic because they're ordering... 36,000 litres of fuel. Just to put that into proportion for people to understand, one litre of water weighs one kilo. So 36,000 litres of fuel. That's 36 tonne. So that can't just come on one Arctic. And if that's coming on a rigid, what's their carrying capacity? I don't know. 12? Well, yeah, it's not 12 not to lot. 14 tonne? Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, it's... It's just not feasible. I mean, 
this kind of your topic kind of does touch onto mine. I was going to basically call out the media wankers, which is they have blown everything out of proportion. Yeah, I yeah, it's it's gone like like I said at the top. It, it is a self fulfilling prophecy. And it is. It, it is, and it, the the media is unfortunately absolutely at the heart. The mainstream media. So it sound like yeah. one of them American conspiracy uh, nutters. Yeah, we do. Yeah, well, you see that the thing was they're making frogs gay. Have you ever seen that video? It's fucking crazy. It's crazy. I'll send it to you later. So, so last night, obviously, Charlotte had the news on. You know, it, it was just before The Simpsons or whatever she wanted to watch. So we were watching the news and it was the local news up here to Newcastle and it was going on about the driver shortage and it was saying in the northeast alone. But, so just, just, fo- can I just react to this? So it's like, <laughs> we're about to lose some people. Why, hey man, there's fucking, there's, <laughs> there's, there's, there's no fuel fucking... around here, like. <laughs> <laughs> But it's was, all right, they've got plenty of caddy tins of tuna. Like, if you're from the northeast, oh, I love you, but uh, I have no, to make that joke. No, he doesn't. He's a fucking liar. So, they were going on about the driver shortage, and they said the northeast alone is 414 drivers short. But, but apparently, that's the northeast Four, alone. 414. That's a very, considering on this article here, I've yeah, got 100,000 100, pa- 100, like, drivers short. In the northeast, somehow the more they've got a more accurate number. They're not, not, no, not four hundred and thirteen. No, 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 four fourteen. Four. But according to them, the northeast is the second highest place short on drivers. Other it than fucking London. can't be. Other than London. No, no, this is what it they're fucking saying. fucking can't, right? <laughs> yes. So according if- to your media outlet, it's saying something different. The media will tell you what sells a fucking story. So, obviously, the Newcastle Chronicle put something on Facebook last night saying, motorists advised to keep fuel tanks at least a quarter full in case petrol stations shut. They're helping towards this problem. Don't worry, I did comment saying, here's some real news for you to publish. The media are all assholes who don't actually report facts. Publish that. They haven't yet. So, Well, for for me, so... Obviously, this is going out on Saturday, and the problem with this has been because normally, normally we kind of you know we've we've if 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 you're a regular to the podcast, you kind of you know we're not we're not the most organised with topics. No, uh, I it has happened on a number of occasions where Chris has brought a topic and thought of it mid-show so we're not but this one here we've actually had to be researching stuff we've actually had to be keeping up with it and even when we were talking about it like like we've been talking very different things but it's changed even just this morning yeah and i do have a worry that by by the time monday morning comes and the video that this this podcast goes out it'll be out of date it's gonna be out of date like but okay so so currently, and I'm not just talking about my situation because I, d- I don't know if this will help other people, stuff like that. But, um, so by the way, my new trucks arrived. Uh, I, I'm, this is not a digression, but my new trucks arrived. Very excited about it. It's uh, very excited. It what is, badges has it got on the front? Shut the fuck up. Right. Um, it's another Mercedes. I'll, I'll level mm-hmm. you. But I'll send you some picture. It's fucking it's nice. It, it looks really nice. What's it really like nice. on fuel economy? Because that's the most important thing at the moment. Well, well, when you get something delivered like a truck, how much fuel do they put in it? 
Fuck all. Exactly. So yep. I don't have anything. I've asked my boss if he can take it out today and go and try and find somewhere to get some fuel in it. But so we're based in Preston, and I was thinking we're heading south. I thought Lynn... Siphon it. Siphon it out of one of your other trucks in the yard. But no, seriously. That's what the previous company I used to work for, when they got brand new wagons delivered, obviously because they used to come with like next to nothing in and you couldn't even get to a fuel station. They just siphon it out of one of the other trucks in the yard. So can I just quickly just make sure that again, this podcast is now officially trying to tell, get people to siphon fuel out of trucks. That is yeah, where we're not? going today, right? Why okay. not? No, no, that, that, no, that, that, that's, that is where it is going to go at the moment. You know, the fuel shortage. Everybody panic. The fuel stations are running out of fuel. Well, There's going to be no fuel. But don't worry. All the trucks parked in laybys have got fuel. So get your hose pipe out and start pilfering. Oh, shit. It's what's going to happen. No. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because people are panic buying. Obviously, fuel stations are running out. The price of fuel will go through the roof as well. Because obviously, you know, there's a high demand. So it's going to cause the price to go up. People aren't going to be able to get hold of it. They're not going to want to pay £1.80 a litre, which it probably will climb to at this rate. They're just going to go nick it. And who's the first people and the easiest so, people to nick from? Yeah, so this week we're going to have to really watch out for fuel theft. Wow. That's yep. not something I was... Th- I, I didn't think about that, but now you've said it. I bet Here's you're... a tip for everybody to combat fuel thefts. Now you can thank me for this later in the week. Get a bottle, cut the top off it, put the bottle in your fuel tank so it's just sat in the neck of it. Piss into it, put the lid back on your fuel tank. <laughs> the first thing they siphon is your piss. They ain't coming back again. <laughs> you can thank me later, people. But then, but then you've got some angry fucking... You've got some angry... Chap with fucking with a piss filled mouth outside your fucking camp. <laughs> it's all right, he's outside and I'm inside. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to just basically make sure that uh, we are, yeah, we're kind of parking right in the fucking bushes and shit like that in any laybys. But yeah, yeah and you I are, I wouldn't you be parking absolutely. with tanks either. We, well, but what can you do? You can't keep fucking filling up because the fuel. Like I said, people are going you for can. it. I mean, there's plenty of fuel. Well, this is the thing. So, right? It's, it's but I will say it's the car drivers that are doing this. But this, my mm-hmm. theory was going back to what I was about to say before: places like Lim that have got a separate tank for yep. trucks. I hate Yep. They, in theory, or anywhere that's got key fuels, because yep. they've got a separate tank. And I have I did notice that last week um, we went somewhere and. Every single pump was shut, apart from the key fuels, UK fuels, mm-hmm. because the car drivers can't fucking get their hands on it. Yep. Well, because the nozzles yet, are too big. Yet, well, they'll fucking find a way. I'm sure. You'll, you'll bet you. W- Wish dot com will start selling HGV car adapters or something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just a funnel, something like that. But, you know, you could get it in. Oh but, fucking hell! You see, this is the thing. Right? Everybody's out panic buying. All they're doing is forcing a problem on themselves. Because if it's not going to, because there isn't a shortage of fuel, but if it does get to the point, I guarantee you the first fuel stations that stop getting fuel delivered are the ones that have no access for HGVs. They're not stupid. The fuel tanker companies are going to keep the HGV pumps with fuel. 
the emergency services, they're currently struggling to get hold of fuel yeah. because everybody's panic buying. So when they decide they want to phone for an ambulance because the, the mum or someone's ill and the ambulance can't get there because well, it hasn't got fuel. I did. I was thinking this. I'd, I'd, that's, it, it's funny you mentioned that because that's actually one of the articles I'd read was about the emergency services. And on, on that same note, can ambulances, can they, can they actually use HGV pumps? Nope. Because it's a transit van. That's all it is. Yeah. It's a transit the van, mo- so the fuel nozzle ain't big enough. It's re- really, we need, to be, we need to try and get figure out a way of getting like, there. Again, we, ca- we cannot have fucking ambulances running out of fuel on the roads because people are fucking being arseholes. It, it, this, this is, it's the fucking toilet paper thing again. It is. So I'm going to start off the next pan- panic buying. People, quick, we're about to run out of alcohol. Get to your nearest pub and start buying before it runs dry. <laughs> you know what? I've actually seen an art. I've Did seen a see, post. You see someone put a billboard yeah. outside. <laughs> yeah. What a fucking Fair hero! What a hero that person is. Yeah, I, that's that's fucking it's spectacular, isn't it? It is spectacular. It, it is just you're right. It's another toilet roll issue. You know, start a COVID. Somebody said, "Oh, we're gonna." run out of toilet roll because we're not going to be able to import it. You know, little do they know that toilet roll's made in Britain, right? You know, th- there's a there's a company probably 10 minutes up the road from me. They make Cashel toilet roll for the whole of the UK. Yeah. They, they didn't run out. The only reason there was a shortage in shops was because the wagons can't keep up with the idiots, you know? It's the same with the fuel. If these tankers are taking... 10,000 litres to a fuel station, delivering it, and then every retard and their dog is turning up, filling the car, filling 10 jerry cans, and as I seen on the news last night, someone was stood there with carrier bags. Are they taking the fucking piss? They're going to put petrol in carrier bags and put it in the boot of their car? Jesus Christ. It's, you know, if if you bulk buy it like that, doesn't matter that there's yeah. thousands of litres in reserve the tankers can't get it to you quick enough. There was a guy who's posted on Facebook. He works for Hoya and he said, there isn't a shortage of fuel. You know, it's not even, there's a shortage of drivers they, they can get the fuel to the fuel stations. It's just taken a little bit longer, but with everybody panic buying, there's no way they will keep up Yeah, and they will run out. BP <laughs> shut five fuel stations out of 1,800 yesterday. By Mike Reckoning, that ain't a crisis. Yeah, but there's there's now there now there's now pressure on like Shell, Tesco's. Yeah, yeah. And again, I mean don't wrong, I don't care about Tesco's. I can't get my truck in there regardless and I don't have a fuel card for them. <laughs> so I don't I don't really care much about that. But still <laughs> it's yeah. it's more the fact it's it's kind of going on to everywhere. I mean it, it's it it's kind of it it's it's a problem because we want to it, this this is benefiting benefiting truck drivers in a sense because it is kind of getting us where the wages are kind of going up there are definite kind of perks at the moment mm-hmm. and those perks will increase but but at what cost have you heard what the government is currently suggesting yeah are we going to talk about the uh, these new visas mhm the oh, fact that on. they want to relax the visas because the solution to this problem 
is allow foreign workers to come back in and drive these wagons. It's a, did we not have some kind of referendum on this? Yeah, I think it was called Brexit, wasn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, that was it. I, I, I just, yeah. If anyone listening doesn't know what Brexit is... Where have you been? <laughs> oh, God. What the fuck I mean, is happening? Let, let's not get into the politics side of it, because... That that's, is, that's not what this podcast yeah, is about. Yeah, no. we never said we would get into politics. But the the solution to this problem is not bringing drivers back from Europe because everybody's saying, oh, we've got a driver shortage because of Brexit, you know, because the European drivers couldn't stay and work here. Mm, if you actually look at it, France is short on drivers. Belgium short on drivers. I think it was Poland is short on drivers. Now, if I'm correct, those three companies are still part of the EU. How are they short of drivers as well as us? Did you ever watch the, the film Matilda? Yes. Right. So uh, anyone who hasn't watched it, um, like Matilda in the film has got, um, it's got this dad who sells cars. Yep. <laughs> and with the with these cars that he sells, he um, he does he does stuff I like put he gets, so, put sawdust in the yeah, fuel tank. Yeah, puts, puts sawdust in there and. He uh, he gets a power drill and clocks back to the miles and does all of this shady shit to sell a car. Doesn't work anymore, that by the way. Uh, but he does all of these all of these quick fix things to try yep. and quickly get rid of it, and then the car breaks down. Mm -hmm. I feel like the government is doing the exact the same. same thing. Yep, and we're doing all of these little quick thick fix things to try and get the car out the fucking door, and then we're going to see the smoke rising in the distance and be like, yeah, yeah, but. But you've caused this. You, you realise that's your fault, mm -hmm. right? And and we're doing we're literally doing the exact same thing with the with the driver crisis. Exactly the same fucking thing. There's just sticky plaster after sticky plaster going on it. All right, yes. <laughs> let's let's let anyone put a fucking trailer. Crack yeah. on, lad. It's fine. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I can see yes that COVID did obviously slow down the number of tests that were being able to. Be, in fact, it completely stopped them. You know, the number of tests. So therefore, new drivers coming in, yeah, it stopped. But that isn't the main cause. The main cause is there's more people leaving the industry than there is staying in the industry. Why? Fix that problem, and I guarantee it will start to look better. All right, that's a long-term fix. But, yeah, it's why bodge stuff? Like do a job once, you do it right. Why, why try and fix it seven, eight, nine, ten yeah. times? You're just gonna keep having to repair it because someone else is gonna give way. You know it. I think the best analogy of it is it's like an old car. Yeah, if an old car has a drive shaft failure on it, and you put a brand new drive shaft on it, yeah, car's gonna run again, champion except the next weakest part is going to break on that car, yeah, which yeah. is the flywheel or whatever. You know, let's not get into mechanics here, but it's similar it's what, to what... We're not, we're not getting into mechanics. We're not getting into politics. We're just, let's just not get into anything. <laughs> right, in that case, then we'll sit in silent for the next 40 minutes. Bit of white noise for everybody. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying. It, it is fucking... It's, it's, it's just dumb. It's just yep. purely fucking 
dumb. And mm-hmm. I don't, I, I just don't, I, I, I can't, I mean, the thing is, I don't really know what the solution is. And that, 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 that I think that is the problem. A lot of people don't know what the solution is. But I do know that flinging multiple things at the wall and hoping that some of it fucking sticks. Sticks, yeah, doesn't work. That is not a solution. That is a new problem that you're fucking causing. I've got a solution. I genuinely have a solution. It might not be the solution, but I have a solution. How bad is it? Is, oh, is, you'll find out. <laughs> the last time we came up with a solution, we got an email off the fucking TVLA. <laughs> yeah, fuck them. They're all assholes. Right, okay. Right. This won't just solve the driver shortage. This will solve every working job shortage in the UK. So not only, like, <laughs> you know, the strawberry pickers that we're short of at the moment, you know, vegetable pickers, stuff like that, because obviously that, once again, a lot of that work was done by Europeans on the cheap, you know, because these companies don't want to pay. I have a solution. How many unemployed people live in Britain? Right. <laughs> Oh, we, have to tread, we have to tread carefully here, Chris. Because <laughs> I live on a street full of them. Go on. They're currently being paid to sit at home and do fuck all. They can do these jobs. Yeah, it, I will say. I mean, it's it's one of them ones where. In fact, I guarantee half of them that are unemployed are the ones at the fuel station panic buying fuel so that they've got the car to go pick up the drugs off Dodgy Dave on a Friday night. <laughs> I thought we were going through good places there, but no, we're just nope. going to say anyone who's in the doll, <laughs> you take drugs. There we go. That's where we are. In fairness, um, chances are they're not listening to this podcast so we can tell say what yeah. we want about So we won't worry about it. And like I say, I yeah. live on the street with Dodgy Dave, so I don't need fuel. I'll just walk across the grass. It it does, yeah. It, it definitely does beg the question of like, why aren't we? Because uh, so I, I'll be honest, yeah. I've I've actually been on the the dole or whatever they call it. Uh, yeah, job, job seekers. I, I, I had like a period where I'd I'd kind of I'd lost that. But thinking back on it, when I and that, that's do you remember the the computers that used to go into the, the job center and used to kind of click next 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 and to try and find a job and see what there is i usually tick can't I, say i do well no okay fair enough right but basically yeah you had to say it was like before job sites and all of this right, sort right. Of thing and i used to have such a narrow window of what i would accept myself to work in mm-hmm. and it was just office jobs that's all i looked for yep and because i was looking for that i skipped lots of jobs jobs which yeah, yeah. I've actually done like since, yeah, and yeah. not only have I done them, but You've I actually them. quite I quite yeah, liked yeah. them, and it's been some of that I've actually turned into a career afterwards. But they were all jobs that I, I don't didn't... think male prostitution ever came up in the job center, did it? Yeah, he was hiring in my job center. Oh, uh, right, <laughs> but but the point being, I maybe rather than just saying to people like who are on the doll. You need to go and look for a job. Actually, kind of sit down with them and say, "Listen, what is it you're expecting yourself to do? What get paid forty thousand pounds a week for sitting on their ass and doing fuck all?" Now, 
I thought about this last night. It actually woke me up in the middle of the night with this thought, <laughs> right? This is how good it is. I remember back to when I was at school, right? And I'm going to slag this person off, right, when I say this, <laughs> but I'm allowed to. I'm allowed to because there's a reason. This right. person is my mother, right? Oh, my God. Are we yep. going after your mum now? Mm-hmm. When I was at school, Fuck. my mum was a secondary school teacher as well. So, you know, GCSEs and all that yeah. level. She said to me, you need to do well at GCSEs, then do A-levels, and then go on to university to get a good job that will pay you well. Right? Right. That, everybody knows, is what teachers were telling students at the time. To do well in life, you need to go to university and get a degree. That in itself, has caused the shortage of what we will call skilled workers. And I'm not saying people that have got degrees are unskilled okay, workers. Okay, I, I see where you're going with this, and you know what? Yeah, fair enough. I can see where you're going with this. Yeah, it, it, if it wasn't the fact that I was <clears throat> such a rebel and wanted to basically be an asshole towards my mum, I would have probably actually... No, I wouldn't. I'm not intellectual enough. But <clears throat> you get where I'm going with this. Like, you know... Most people were told by those teachers the only way you will have money in life and be able to earn £40,000 a year and be able to live a happy life is to go to university, get a degree, do something with computers, or become a doctor or a lawyer. You, I, I can't argue. You, you, fucking, mm-hmm. you are absolutely right. I never really thought about that. And it, So, it, therefore, and the is... problem is my mum. <laughs> That's a fucking T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's something else we can put on that's put on a t-shirt, but I am not saying it. I yeah, I you know what, I, I fully agree with you that there is too much of an emphasis on like you know, well maybe not too much of an emphasis on on university and stuff like that, but maybe like not enough of an emphasis of like you know you can become a, a trader, you can you can become yeah. a, a joiner, a plumber, you can yeah. a truck driver. These are all things that you can do with your life and. Yeah. If if you're that child that sat there and likes to stare out of a window all day, guess what? Why not we have a fucking for career for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Funny that because I was always told you, you know can't when get I was paid staring, for that. you'll never get paid for staring out of a window. Wanna bet? <laughs> Funny, I am now. No, the funny thing is, I think we're probably on a higher wage than then now. <laughs> yeah, oh. we are. Having obviously, I still speak to my mum. You know, I don't actually hate my mum before anybody thinks I do. Obviously, I know how much she earned as a teacher. Yeah? yeah. Now, this is going to surprise a few people. I earn more than what she did as a teacher. She wasn't just a normal teacher. She was head of year and assistant head of the school. I earn more than she did. Yeah. I've never had to go to uni. My debt was £3,000 for my HGV license and you know, I paid that before I even actually had the debt. Yeah, yeah. Her debt is however much uni student fees are. So if you're a uni student listening to this, yeah, guess what? We Sucks earn more than you. you. <laughs> yep. Um, right. Shall we talk about another topic? Yep. I want to talk about a article or a news story that got swamped by the driver shortage and all of the fuel stuff. Um, but something that could be interesting, 
maybe? Question um, mark? Question mark, yeah. So, I was um, going to say, you're not going to finish that phrase off. Sorry, sorry. Okay, so this is from Manchester Evening, Evening News. Um, it has been reported oh, quite a few other places. I actually, I actually don't mind them. I think they're quite good, the, the Manchester Evening News. They seem to be actually one of the better ones. They're uh, a journalist. Yeah, but but they're probably the better better of the lot. It's fucking the Daily Mail and stuff like that. They're the ones that have fucking drummed all of this, got, in, got into like a, a fever pitch. Because they're run by the government. Wow, the lizard people. Um Right, so motorists could be forced to pay per mile on all UK roads under U- new government toll plans. So, from what I've gathered from this article, and I don't know how it would work in an actual infrastructure system, but they want to do, is it France and Germany? Do they both have where you get on the motorway and you pay? Yeah. Yeah. Toll, toll, they're basically toll roads. Yeah. yeah. So... On this, what they're saying is that drivers would get 3,000 miles free a year. And yeah, Exactly, yeah. Which is quite a lot, realistically. But then after that, they'll pay per mile that they travel. So I'm guessing this will be like an ANPR sort of system. where okay, it'll So just... I'm not paying the government anything then for a year. Um, well, yeah, if you're not going to motorways, you're not, yeah, you're, not, you're not doing that. That's, that's fine. But... I mean, it doesn't say anything on here about trucks and would they be included in this? Because obviously, there's a chance to make money. Of course, they're going to be included. Well, so I've I've got two sides to this. Firstly, I think the haulage industry is paying enough, and the idea of adding more charges on is fucking crazy. And yeah, but we'll put a sticky plaster over it later. Yeah, but but the thing is, they've got a lot of these towns that don't want trucks to go through. Mm-hmm. But if trucks can divert and not pay a toll, and they're going to go through mm-hmm. towns, which mm-hmm. is then going to put the more pressure on the fucking A roads. But at the same time, my hope is that it would mean less cars on the roads because. Although COVID was bad, obviously it was bad. As a truck driver, it was bloody brilliant. It was bliss. I'm um, not the, gonna lie. Them, them times that you were driving and you were going up like the uh, the M6, and there was a couple of trucks ahead of you. That was it. I mean, you could have, if you wanted to, you could just sit in lane three. It didn't fucking bother anyone. <laughs> you had the motorway to yourself. You did. It was brilliant. And then you went, got into the services. I don't. I don't actually remember if the services used to be this busy before COVID, but they no. seem. They seem so busy. Do you remember? Do you ever, did you ever go into Weatherby Services? Yes. Where during like the height, uh, the height of fucking COVID, and you went in there, and there was. No one. There might have been that exactly. guy pushing that little, uh, the little yeah. hoovery thing around, and yeah, that was yeah. it. It was just completely empty. You went up to Burger King, nothing, no one else there, <laughs> just some lads like just just standing behind. Oh, it's fucking so good. There's no waiting. Everything came out. Yeah, yeah. It was bliss. And I mean, at at the height of COVID, I was working night shift as well. Right. <laughs> so, so the roads were. Dead. So you, you were like, like, holy shit, it's another car. Look, look. Put it this way, put it this way. I think at one point I left our yard at Washington. I didn't see another vehicle until I got to Ferry Bridge where the A1M1s 
yeah that's that's two hours of driving i didn't see another vehicle wow. i was like this is bliss this yeah is, this is bliss bring it back should we bring covid back is that is that something that we should do yeah 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 okay yeah yeah or at least just... COVID striking again. Everybody, quick shield. Stay away at home. <laughs> There's no fuel for you to go anywhere. There'll be nothing in the shops. So stay at home. Go, go buy toilet paper right now. <laughs> Stock up. Toilet roll. We've, we've run out of trees. Pasta. The trees are gone. Oh god! Don't the forget trees the pasta. Don't forget the pasta because it keeps in the cupboard. <laughs> buy lots of it and stay at home. Lock your front door and do not turn the news on for another six weeks. Oh, fuck me. There we go, truck drivers. You can all thank us later because it's now about to be a lot quieter. Right, so what do you reckon to this? Um, What do you reckon to this whole toll system? (sighs) For me as a car driver, bloody brilliant. Because I, I do two miles to work and two miles home. That's it. That's all I drive every week. So I'm not getting charged at all for anything. Yeah. If you're going to sit on the motorway and do two, three hundred miles every day in your car, well, you've got to pay the price for it. You know, is this to yeah. replace road tax, though, or what they call road tax? It's not actually. It's emissions tax now, isn't it? But it doesn't it doesn't state that anywhere. Uh, it said, um, oh, and actually, no, it does say it, it said a new system of vehicle taxation is urgently needed. Um, right. So maybe maybe this is a replacement for the road tax, possibly. Because if if it's a replacement, yes, it works. You know, you charge people for how far they actually drive because then, you know, that's basing on how much emissions you're putting out and how much wear and tear you are actually putting on the network's infrastructure. But if this is to go alongside the road tax, then no. Because like I'm lucky, my car, I pay £30 a year road tax because it's one of them ones, you know, that was released in the right time frame and it gets cheaper tax. But now you can't get it. I think the cheapest road tax you can get now is £156 for a year. Yeah, do so you, you don't pay, if you don't, Do you pay road tax if you have an electric car? Uh, don't know. We'll have to ask Dazza because he's just bought one. He's laughing at this fuel crisis. <laughs> In fact, I'm pretty, I'm pretty certain the, last night I seen him put a post on Facebook saying he's selling fuel if anybody wants it because he doesn't need it. <laughs> but I, I, I don't know. I mean, all right, an electric car doesn't cause emissions, but it still causes wear and tear on well, the so it does, infrastructure. Yeah. You know, because technically, that's how they work out trucks' road tax, isn't it? It's off the amount of axles it has. Oh, does so, it? Yeah, because therefore you're carrying more weight, so supposedly you're causing more damage to the road. Right, and that's why places like Hermes, to try and reduce it down, they have... Uh, Smaller the... wagons, less axles. Right, yep. and just kind of fill them up to capacity and just do it like that. Yep. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. It makes sense, in fairness. Yeah, it makes sense. But, yeah, I mean... <sighs> From a truck driver's point of view, though, this idea is absolutely ludicrous. You are, once again, going to cause more issues than you're going to cause solutions. Because, like you say, if this is only on the motorway, right, what company likes paying the M6 toll when there's the M6 right next to it? 
you know, as long as the M6 is free flowing, no haulage company is going to say to their driver, you crack on down the M6 toll, pal, you use it when the M6 right next to it is free flowing. So 30 minutes is our kind of unspoken rule at our company. Yeah. If it's if it goes beyond 30 minutes, we'll, you could, we'll use the toll. Yeah. If it's, then it, yeah. Yeah, it, the cost of the toll then is recuperated in the time saved yeah. from the journey time. So it's going to be the same. Take, for example, the M1. The A5 run. Is it the A5? Yeah, the, pretty sure it's the A5. Parallel. It runs pr pretty much parallel to the M1 by Milton Keynes and all of that sort of area. So if the M1's going to charge you, they're going to go on the A5. Yes. Because it's free. Yes. Which they will, goes yeah, through yeah. villages. Then putting more pressure on that. So. Yeah, which yeah. is a smaller road and isn't designed to carry the volume of traffic. So a truck driver will always try and find a cheaper, quicker route. It's like electricity. It, it will yeah. find the path with the least resistance. Yeah. yeah. You know, if the, M, if the M1's knackered or the, the M1's charging you two pound a mile, I'm going to take the path of least resistance, which if it's through your housing estate, it's <laughs> through where, your housing estate. where we're coming. <laughs> yeah, right through your housing estate. I think it is. It's This is another somebody sat there smoking drugs come up with an absolute genius idea yeah. and not thought about the repercussions of what is going I mean, to happen from... And the thing is, this is, again, going going back to the fuel thing and um, kind of like what, what's been said about all of this and um, trying to find the quote. Um, we shall fight them on the beaches... No, so oh, not not that quote. No, basically, because obviously they're trying to trying to sort this out and trying to make it easier for truck drivers to do whatever, and trying to make it just better for just drivers in general. Mm -hmm. And someone from the government, and I can't find. I think it was Grant Sharp or Grant Sharps, <clears throat> and he said, "We will move heaven and earth to basically get out of this the shortage." How are you going to move heaven and earth without any fucking truck drivers? You need truck. You, you need, need truck drivers to move that amount of stuff. Fucking. Yep. <laughs> I don't. I don't fucking know. It's fucking stupid. It's stupid. Right. Should we move on to our fourth final? And, well, I say fourth, kind of third, but our final topic. Yeah. yeah. I want to talk about something else that came up this week. Funnily enough. Yeah. Um. EV cargo. Is are they the are they the uh, the ones that supply? Sainsbury's. Yes. So EV Cargo are a privately owned haulage firm that specialise in chilled food deliveries to Asda and Sainsbury's. This week, they have released a statement that they are going into administration. Quick, everybody, panic buy. Asda <laughs> and Sainsbury's are going to have nothing on the shelves. I will say on, on this... I I think Christmas is going to be mental, ruined. Uh, well, I don't know if it'll be ruined. No, I... Timmy's going to be in the corner crying. He's going to have nothing for Christmas. I don't know, but I do I do think that with with all of the fears that they're drumming up, and you're starting to see it that they're mm -hmm. mentioning Christmas more and more and more. And I will say, with this article with this EV cargo, yeah, that that is something I've I've seen mentioned because is it so, who, same reason who was it? Do you say? 
Sainsbury's and Asda. And is so, it is it just the chill side that they do? Just the chill side, which is a subsid. So it's EVCL chill, and apparently they're a subsidiary. Yeah, that word yeah. of a company called EV Cargo filed for administration. Um, adding to speculation that the two supermarkets will need to take over the business to safeguard deliveries. Well, so, so that on on that sort on that, that subject, because at the moment one of the most valuable assets that they've got is the fucking drivers. It's yeah. not. It's not even the the vehicles. Um, although I will say there is a shortage of vehicles, which I'll, I'll, I'll kind of cover within this one here, I think, because I, I did want to talk about that. But uh, tell you what, uh, on valuable assets, I seen something. Now, where was it? I'm pretty certain I, I was watching some YouTube video. An American truck driver uh, at the moment. I'm big in. You know, if you if I'm not here next week, I've gone to America to drive a wagon because <laughs> that is the way it's going at the moment. But in his video, a truck came round like the, the junction in front of him. He was sat at the traffic lights, and the trailer said, "Our most valuable asset is sat here," with an arrow pointing to the front of the cab. Oh, that's brilliant! That's nice. That's, that's that's perfect. Yeah. And why won't companies realise that that is the case? Yeah. The most valuable asset is the one there moving it. You know. Yeah. You can. I've said it all along, right? And I'm going to go a little bit on a tangent. No, on, on, on this on this top of this uh, this podcast, that seems wildly out of uh, yeah, character for us. Scania V8s, right? Beautiful motors. <laughs> Fucking hell. Chris. They cost £180,000 to buy. Yeah. Give or take, depending on how you spec it. You could spend £180,000 on that Scania V8, but if you don't have a driver, doesn't yeah. matter whether that's a Scania V8 or a clapped-out, dilapidated Bedford that's been rotting in some farmyard for 30 years. doesn't matter. Actually, Without a driver, saw, it's not earning. I actually saw a clapped-out, dilapidated Bedford in a farmyard this week. That was it's been rotting for 30 years? It, had, it looks like it has, yeah. It looks like it has. Give but, me the address, I'll buy it. <laughs> I'll, I'll see if I can try and find it for you. Um, yeah, but, I, 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 agree, I agree with what you're saying. It's that there is... A that the, there is the people are forgetting that the drivers are the kind of the, the key to the whole thing, and with with this EV cargo situation, yeah. they need to be. I think companies need to be acting quick to make sure that all of the drivers that are there stay and are happy mm-hmm. with the situation, and basically that that should be everyone's priority, and especially considering the fact that. There's so many of the, some of these supermarkets saying how bad the situation with drivers is, and how yeah. Christmas is. Is it two months away or something like that? It's not long, anyways. Oh, it's but, ages away. Well, ages away. But but the point being, what we need to be kind of making sure that these drivers are kind of, you know, yeah. secure. We, we need to have, make sure that they, they have like they're, they're kind of they're staying where they are and doing what they're doing, and they are happy with what they're doing. Yeah, I think. It, it kind of goes back to the fuel thing as well. You see a wagon turn up at a fuel station with a BP trailer on it to deliver fuel. That driver doesn't work for BP. It's the same with Sainsbury's, same with Asda, same is it the same with Tesco's? I think it's the same with Tesco's. But, yeah, definitely is some of them. You know, it's the trailer says Tesco, Sainsbury's, Asda, whatever on it. That driver 
doesn't work for that company. A lot of the times it's a subsidiary, a, a subcontractor. Yeah. yeah, a subcontractor that's doing it. So <clears throat> Tesco's is either um, Eddie Stobart or DHL. Uh, Sainsbury's is Wynn Canton's. Uh, Asda is Wynn Canton's as well, I think. But even then, that could be who owns the tractor unit pulling it. The driver could be working for somebody else driving their truck. And the problem is every time a company subcontracts work to somebody else, the amount they're paying that company gets less and less and less and less. Everybody's taking their cut. So by the time it gets down to the poor lad who's actually driving that wagon to... 16 Tesco stores during the day to deliver bloody Brussels sprouts ready for Christmas because everybody's got to uh, everybody's got to have Brussels sprouts for Christmas. Well, <laughs> I, it was something like that's something that I didn't notice when I was um, working um, on curtains. Um, yeah, and so when I was working for MAE, uh, MAE, but Brussels sprouts, <laughs> yeah, that kind of reaction, visceral, but yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's something that I noticed that there'd be a lot of these companies that would buy a job off someone else, mm-hmm. and then that job would get bought again, and it would get bought again, and it would get bought again, and then someone would have to deliver that job. But by that point, fucking like 10 companies have had their fingers in it, and each have mm-hmm. taken their own cut of it, and none of them done actually any fucking work. All, yeah. all they've done is just taking their own administration fee. Well, fuck you. Yeah. They're taking their own administration fee for picking up the phone, answering the phone, and then phoning someone else and then telling them. Yeah, exactly. Do you want it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's fucking stupid. It is stupid. Um, I just uh, on on shortages as well. Um, I just yep. this this is another tangent, but I, I thought this was quite interesting. Um, we had a problem with one of our trucks. Yes, it was a Mercedes. Fuck you, Chris. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I have to get that out there. Um, had a handbrake issue. More. Had a handbrake issue. And it turns out, right, so, okay, so the handbrake stopped working on my uh, my rookie, like Zoe's truck. Yeah. And it turns out that AdBlue, that we keep in the storage lockers, had leaked and had been sucked up. And eroded up. the pipes. No, it got sucked up by the air intake. It was obviously directly and then, underneath. And then, and then crystallized. Because it's AdBlue. And obviously, yep. it's got a drying system in there, mm-hmm. but the drying system's done the exact, like, kind of, it's then created the problem because it's then just dried and just crystallized the whole thing. So, yeah, very, very kind of, very weird. He, he said he'd never seen anything like it before. It took them ages to figure it out. Um, but because of that, I, 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 we didn't know if it was going to get fixed, like, then and there or anything like that. So yeah, I yeah. thought I'd call it some rental companies and see if I can try and find a tractor unit yep any tractor unit Mm -hmm. none none anywhere none but there's a hundred thousand drivers yeah 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 there's a hundred thousand tractor units parked up somewhere no there are no tractor units anywhere in the uk that are available for lease none in fact, apparently, according to one person that I talked to, and I won't mention the company, but one 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 person I talked to said mm-hmm. that um, they knew of thirty, I think it was DAFs or something like that, yeah, that yeah. had just been received by a company, and because they were so desperate for them, they received them without working windows, as in like moving up and down the side windows, yeah, yeah. because the motors weren't in stock and they were going to get 
done when they come in stock and they receive them without working windows. That's how desperate for the trucks they are. Did you try phone and scan yet? What for like a long long term lease? No. Yeah. What they can. Right, okay, fair enough. Well, I didn't. So. I'd, I'd, I'd have thought Merck would have done the same thing. That's the only reason why I like, thought of that idea. Because I know Scania do. You can get long-term lease rentals. Yeah, but you've, you've still got to wait for them. You can't get them immediately. Mm, you can. What, like, like you can get them for like the weekend and shit? Yeah. All right, fair enough. Maybe we should try that. £550 a week and you get Saturdays and Sundays free. That's not bad, is it? Just yeah. a bit of advertisement there, you know. <laughs> Fucking dick. So if uh, Scania want to send me the check in the post, <laughs> but I no, charge £450 I, a week. I, I call I call all of the major places, and yeah, I, yeah. I could not find one anywhere. Anywhere. I just I just thought it was kind of, kind of interesting, because again, we're talking about yeah, the driver but... shortage, but it just seemed like there's a lot of shortages at the moment. I think, see, I think the big issue here is, none of it's to do with Brexit, it's down to COVID. Everything is, the country went into lockdown, didn't it? Yeah. Production stopped. It ceased in God knows so many different areas. Production just stopped. And because of that, that has then caused a backlog. So the stuff that we're actually buying hasn't been produced. And the raw materials to make that stuff got stopped being produced because obviously if the end product isn't being built what's the point in creating the raw materials yeah so it's dodgy dave outside my what house what was that dodgy dave shouting i think he might have heard the podcast it's <laughs> <laughs> come around to have words but uh, I, I think that is the issue it, it's not there's a shortage of anything it is the supply chain at the moment cannot keep up with the demand that has suddenly restarted yeah and, and that is the problem it's going to take time for the for the supply chain to be able to catch back up with the demand and the more the media enforces a demand like they have done with the fuel shortage the longer it is going to take for the haulage companies and the suppliers to be able to catch back up so i mean it, it, it's a vicious circle we're on because what what are they going to say next? Is there a shortage? You know, I mean, on going back to something that you said before, which like people on the dole stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, so obviously within the the trucking industry, we've known about this this shortage thing that the people have been crying out about, and the government have been saying that they're going to look into what we can do for it. But it has been very much. Um, contains to just our industry. Yep, you, it, it's not leaked out anywhere, and it it shouldn't even just be the fact that it should be leaking out. We should surely the, the government should be I don't know running adverts and saying like, listen, what have you ever thought about becoming a truck driver? You can earn like X amount of money because they don't want to force people. Well, I'm just not forcing it. An advert's not fucking forcing people. It's saying, listen, you can sit on your ass all day, look out a fucking window and get paid X amount of money. Don't make my job seem so belittled and small. (laughs) I don't sit on my ass all day. I lie on the bunk for half of it as well. (laughs) Yeah. It is going to get to the point where stuff is going to happen. And it's, 
it's going to go one or two ways. Either the government is going to keep sticking these sticky plasters over stuff, and it's just going to fall on its ass. The country, not the haulage industry, the country. Because yeah. as we all know, without a wagon, stuff doesn't move, regardless of what it is. At some point in its life, it, it has been on a wagon. And it's going to go that. It's either going to go the country falls on its ass, or we're going to pull through this. I'd like to think it's the latter option, but with the way the media and the government are currently going on, it's not. We're going to fall on our ass. So uh, on that note, fuck you all. I'm off to America where the grass is greener on the other side. Um, I, I I got deported from America, so I can't go there. Good. I don't want you to come with me anyway. <laughs> I know they deported you because you ginger, didn't they? Well, no, it, Sorry, what wasn't that's, that's a whole story. <laughs> well, in that case, then once we get to a uh, hundred episodes, we'll do that as a special episode. <laughs> the deportation story, yay! <laughs> <laughs> but nah. right. I, I would say thank you so much for watching. No, listening, not watching. watching. Listening, yeah. Oh, fuck you. Right. Basically, fucking end the fucking podcast. Press the button. Are you? Do you want me to end it, or are you doing it? I thought you were trying to be good at your job. Yeah, fuck you. On that note, thank you very much for listening. If you haven't listened, how have you managed to get this far? And I shall see you in the next one. So, goodbye from me. Love your faces. Bye.